And I looked and I was like, oh, keep going, keep going. She's like, why? I was like, that's the guy. She's all, no, it's not. I was like, it is, trust me. And then we walked by again and he was still talking to the guy. And he said something like, hey, do you like what you're doing right now? And she goes, oh my gosh, it is the guy. I don't know what love tastes like. Hailing from the caves of Northern California, you're listening to The Real WTH Show. I taste freedom in my mouth. Fresh cut grass, dirt, and love. You cannot beat the quality, consistency, and the price. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode number 39 of The Real WTH Show. I am uh, your, you know, soothing-sounding voiced host, Tommy, with uh, the fashionably late Wilson. Wilson, how are you doing? I wasn't that late. Uh, 30 minutes, according to my clock. It was not 30. Look at your watch. Yeah, right now, but I was here like 20 minutes ago. That's a lie, and you know it whatever what's going on man how you liking the new house oh it's wonderful i took a uh a field trip up there last friday you did and, and uh got to tour the um the grounds of palace de wilson and i felt like i may have hiked more than i have ever have in my life yeah that'll happen up there you know I'm also pretty confident that w- there's going to be myths and legends and conspiracies written about stuff that is on your property. The Wilson homestead. Yeah. Or, or we could call it Wilson sellers. That's um, good. I like that one. Yeah. That's a good one. Cause well, never mind. I won't say that one. There's already, <laughs> there's already a winery named after another name. So. Oh, Okay. <laughs> um, but well, yeah. I'm not going to go into that name. Was it have anything to do with Newsom? No, 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 no. Okay. I'm going to um, actually see if he'll buy my grapes, though. Newsom? Yeah. <laughs> Guy can go screw off. Um, yeah, like I got to tour the uh, your, your place. It, it's nice, dude. Uh, we were, uh, we, we ventured out because if you remember the last episode, we were talking about how you have a mine somewhere on your property. And we hiked yeah. and we hiked down to the creek, which was pretty cool because there's like a mysterious pipe. Yeah. Like and a tube. I, I've I've talked to the neighbors. They have no idea what that is. It's not on their property. So uh, and, and here's the thing that's that worries me about this, because we all know what goes up on up in them thar hills. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm worried that that is some sort of a sump to feeding some sort of grow somewhere up there. Probably. Um, but you know, the creek was cool. There was these, like, I'm talking hundreds, if not thousands, of tiny little frogs. Yeah. That were yeah. just, like, All jumping around. Yeah. Those things were cool. Yeah. Um, and then just ton of blackberry bushes. And I, I had the idea of bringing my drone up there and flying it over to see if we could find where the mine entrance is. But it's, like, so overgrown and, like, heavy with trees. I'm afraid, like, if I hit a limb, my, 
my drone will fall and I won't be able to recover it. But for a while. Yeah, for a while. Do we bushwhack into there? Yeah, then you actually run it over. But yeah. Yeah, man, it was cool. Oh, and then I got to, of course, boast a little bit. Um, this beast of a man did a really, really small attic crawl for you. I mean, my attic's not that small, but the part you were in is low. Yeah, it was tight like a tiger. Um, it was uh, it was hot that day too. Yeah, I know. I you know I should have done it. I, whatever. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was cool. Uh, I got up there and I used to do that for a living, go up in attics and stuff. And then I I get up there and I'm like, oh, this isn't so bad. Then I forgot, well, not forgot, but remember like where we were working in your house was installing a new light was on the, in, eve. on the eve in the smallest part of the house and i'm literally like i see all like you had like fresh two feet worth of like like that that snow looking insulation in there and i was like head first into it dude i was doing snow angels up there in fact when you go up there like you know sometime you're gonna see like a snow angel of tommy it'd be the fattest snow angel you've ever seen yeah 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 but no, it was cool. I dig it. And, uh, no fires up by your place right now. No, they're, they're more East. Okay. Which is going to be difficult going to work. Yeah. Yep. Depending on where it goes, but. Well, I also heard like they're doing something up there on, um, what is it? The summit too. Yeah. They're closing it down on the 18th. Is that going to screw you a little bit? Nah, I got I got an in, you know, with the the locals. Oh, yeah. You 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 flash them the the Santa suit. Say, remember me from last year? Yeah. They go, come on in. Yep. They go, but wait, were you were you were you the Easter Bunny girl? Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was tough this year. I got no. I'm, I'm going for the Grim Grim Reaper now. So the 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 what? Say that one more time. The, the Grim Reaper. Okay, it's making sure. Yeah. I I heard Grim Reaper, and I was making sure. <laughs> You know, it was like Handy's Calm Trues. Yeah. Um, never forget. So, speaking of which, uh, that is in two days. It's coming up. Yeah. yeah so, and we I won't. I really haven't heard anything about it. Uh, Facebook, uh, some of my more patriotic friends are posting things about 9 11. Yeah. So, um, I'll be posting some stuff on Instagram when, when that happens. But this episode is going to come out afterwards. So, um, people of the future, you will hear this. And I've already seen what I posted. Oh, okay. So, but yeah, man. And speaking of fires, we're just going to get into our um, our world fa- world famous uh, award winning yeah. segment. Yeah. Here we go. Cheers and cheers. There you go again, man. Throwing your voice around. I like it. That w- that was perfect. It was good. It was. You lined it up great. Yeah. So. Um, I don't have anything in front of me right now. I'll just start this off by saying I finally tried the Spindrift Tea Lemonade one that you gave me at your oh, house. Oh, you did, yeah. And I really like that. And I'm pretty sure I downed that thing um, immediately because I came down from an attic. Yeah. And, and uh, Morticia gave me like a bunch of different ones. Like there's a that's, San Pellegrino. That's not a drug. He came down from a literal attic. Literal, yeah. yeah. Not not yeah. come down because I'm an addict. Yeah. That's yeah. not what you heard, folks. No, okay. No, not at all. Um, and I just down those things. Those, those were some good waters. That was from good H2O. Yeah. Um, oh, I got to get that clip for when I have a good water. That's what oh, good H2O. Yeah. See, yeah. you know, we just write these shows as we go. 
pretty yeah. much. Um, but so the the spin drift one, uh, it was really good. Uh, I, nine out of ten. I love it. Yeah, because sure. um, I, I I'm a huge Arnold Palmer fan. Um, but unfortunately, I drink insulin, so I have to <laughs> limit the amount of sugar that comes in me. So, uh, yeah. And then you got something extra special today. I do. I finally got a chance to go back to Thin Line. It's been like three weeks, I think, now. But I got to go there today. I was actually there like, uh, I don't know, 45 minutes ago. and uh, Like 30 minutes ago. That's why he's late, guys. Don't let <laughs> him fool you. That's not why. We'll get into why. <laughs> why we got i got tied up so better it no, better be not, good better be good literally tied up but <laughs> hello <laughs> yeah uh, but i, I got there and make this you is get one... the wood <laughs> <laughs> all right so th this is one that actually i tried you might have actually tried it when we were there the last time but it was one that was not on tap yet Maybe. I remember uh, you mentioned something about it. That was the last yeah. trivia night we went to. Yeah. Uh, he, I, I'm pretty sure he gave me a glass of this when, when we went there. But now it's on tap. And coinciding with one of our cheers today, this is called uh, Flame Killer. And it's a West Coast IPA. It is 6.9% uh, alcohol and 70 IBUs. And this, I have to tell you, is my kind of IPA. This isn't the fruity, like, hipster IPA. This is the dank, grass, dirt, and love IPA. Okay. I think I did try this because I remember, have, I remember having the reaction. I'm going to get a picture of you. Say something real quick. Say what? I think that one's good. There we go. Yeah. For, the, for the untapped. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, this is, this is one of my favorites by far. Um, it's got the good, like earthy feel to it. Um, even Scott over at thin line, he said, this is the best beer in the world right now, according to Scott. And I might have to agree with him. I'm well, gonna give he, he admitted that the beer he made was the best beer in the world. Yes. Yes. Okay. You can, you can ask him about that. So bold strategy, cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. It, it will trust me. <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm going to go ahead and give this one a good old five out of five. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah. hold, hold, hold on. This, I'm not prepared for this because normally it doesn't happen, but... You win. Perfect. Five out of five. That's crazy. Yeah, this is a good one. One and, of my favorites, for sure. And is there a... Um, you said it's called Flame Killer, and we're, we're going we're gonna to segue this bad boy. Um, Obviously, we all know what's going on in California right now. It's on fire. It's literally like the whole state. Like, basically, it everything's on fire except major cities. Yeah. Like, every county has a fire. I think last time I checked, there was like 200-something fires going on, but that's, that's gone up. Yeah, and like two weeks ago, it was only at 78 fires in California, and that was a lot. And yesterday, we had really bad wind here down in the valley. Oh, yeah. It was really bad. Wasn't as bad up where I live, though. Yeah. Well, I called you because I got – because coming home from work, the skies look black. Like, I'm talking, like, Midwest thunderstorm black, but that was smoke. Yeah, I'm which, like, was, which was weird because I could see blue sky. Yeah. I don't, so, I, I don't know if, like, you are twisted around and you're actually more in a completely different direction or not, but – um, I'm kind of in a canyon too. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, 
but uh the the smoke out here it looks like fog it, it's it really does. bad um there's ash everywhere and put it this way you have to drive with your headlights on and your outside lights that have photo cells that usually turn on when it gets dark are always on yeah that's how dark it is and every what's funny is is every time i try taking a picture to send to somebody to show it to them i'm like guys it doesn't do it, it doesn't it, it's not showing you really how dark it is it's bad this is worse than last year it it feels like it's like six o'clock like twilight all the time yeah it's really weird it messes with your mind and then and then obviously like you know i'm thinking oh there's a storm coming you know it looks like a storm's coming you get out of your car and it's just hot you're yeah, like there's that, no storm. that wind yesterday i was like man it feels like there's going to be a thunderstorm yeah it's bad but the the beer uh flame killer it's a dedication right dedication beer i'm assuming it is i actually did not ask them <laughs> i think i think it is um it i'm assuming it is i mean you know what the name flame killer you know we're, we're gonna put it out though as a dedication yeah um Absolutely, because we got some we got some close uh, family and friends that are out on the front lines right now, and you uh, actually fighting it. The picture, right? Yeah, dude, that picture was amazing. It's, it's pretty sweet. Um, I mean, it it's crazy that they're that close to it, and those flames are you can see because it's it's a picture of three like brush rigs, mm -hmm. fire engines. Well, they're not. I'm gonna get lit up by our firefighter listeners, but it's it's a fire truck. I don't. I don't know. There's different names. For it's all a of them, big it's, red fire truck. Yeah, but it's like the brush rig kind, not like with the flat front end on it. It's like got the big truck front end on it. Yeah. And the those flames are like four times as tall as the truck. Oh, it's 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 scary looking. Yeah. Um. And our buddy, former guest of the show, friend of the show, uh, David Lewis, is actually yeah. fighting that fire where that picture was taken right now. He's yeah, been out there his, for what? Twenty four days. Twenty four yeah. days straight. Twenty four days. Now twenty five, I guess, because it's been a day. So, yeah. But, and uh, yeah, but he's actually going to get a break soon because yeah. we already congratulate him. He's going to have a baby, so he's yep. going on FMLA soon later good, this month. Good for him. I yeah. just, you know, if it wasn't for people like him willing to do that job, I mean, that is a tough job, man. And we go back and listen to the Toy Stallion episode. He, you know, he talks a little bit about being striked in the uh the, the fire, fire per, yeah yeah and um that's like all around california right now and like like i remember walking into a bel air in woodland uh last year and there was these uh california department of forestry guys come in and they had just their faces were just solid black with ash and they just smelled like like they came campfire. out of a campfire and um no pun intended yeah exactly and and they were just they looked so drained and they were they were walking down the aisle and they were just grabbing like baby wipes and stuff yeah. like that i'm like man like and that's a it's a tough job is, i'm even gonna throw a kudos out to the uh the cdcr prisoners because they yeah have, they have one of the toughest jobs like they're the ones doing like the hand lines and stuff like that right at some of these fires so well, uh, good for you for trying to make your life a little bit better. Exactly. Better and when we had the stallion on that one time and we brought that up, there was that documentary on Netflix where it was talking about the prison, the inmate workers who are on the front line. Um, that's a privilege for them to do that, you know, to be out of their cell doing that. And it's not easy, but 
um, those guys, um, the stallion said it himself, those guys will work and, and they're, they're an asset. And obviously I don't believe any of those people out there are like murderers or usually people that just like fell on the wrong side of the law, drugs, made a bad decision, um, multiple DUIs or whatever, but those guys are, um, and ladies, there's, there's ladies that do it too. Just, you know, yeah, absolutely. Um, props to them because we, we need it right now. Like literally our state is going to hell in a handbasket right now on a rocket ship. Like yeah. it's, it's, I mean, we have all these businesses. I was in downtown Woodland today and all these businesses are like, you know what? We can't eat indoors. So we're going to build like they, they built out like right where you have parking in front of a business. Um, let's take like a main street, you know, where, you know, kind of like old Sacramento, you have like business on both sides of the street. Well, yeah. where the parking is on both sides, they actually took out that parking and they built like these really nice structures for like outdoor dining. Well, no one's going to want to eat right now because there's smoke everywhere. Yeah. And, you know, I just feel bad because like they, we just can't get a break out here. No. no. <laughs> and, you know, but like just, you know, props to, to them and just, if you see a firefighter, I know, I know we're, you know, more into the law enforcement thing. Cause that's what we kind of know more about over here at the real WTHO. Um, but if you see a firefighter, um, just thank them because they're away from their families. Like David Lewis, 24 days, 24 days, three and, weeks, over three weeks. And, and that's, you know, I, I literally, probably, it'll probably end up being like six weeks. Straight. Right. And I literally see the conversation between him and his wife. It's like on Facebook. It's like, Hey, I miss you guys you see yeah. it right there. I'm like, that's tough because you know, you know that she's at home like worried about him and he's probably fighting a fire worried and about them. He's about to have a baby. Yeah. So there's a lot going on. I mean, life goes on when you're fighting this fire, you know, and um, just keep them in your prayers. And then if you see them, man, just, just maybe offer them, you know, more than likely they're not going to take you up on it because they're cool people. But like just say, Hey man, can I buy you soda or water or, or something like that? Or, you know, give them a fist bump, elbow, whatever, you know, COVID thing, you know, your area allows, you know, yeah. I shook someone's hand the other day, dude. It was like amazing. Yeah. Some, yeah. some, some manager goes, uh, I hooked him up. He's like, yeah, I gotta shake your hand. I'm all, yeah, dude, I'm, I, I don't care anymore. So I shook his hand. I'm like, wow, this is yeah. weird. <laughs> but I got, yeah. I got one more small little tears going out. Cause I heard this story on the radio today. Go for it. There's a guy who was told when he was, 18 years old i think it was that he had a condition and he wouldn't live for another he'd only live for like six more months the guy is now 45 years old wait how old was he how old was he when he first heard that 18 oh okay he's i think it was a heart condition he's now like 45 years old and i think he's a heavy equipment operator for somebody and right now he is out uh, helping with evacuations up in uh, Yuba County for that fire up there. Oh man, so, that gave me the chills, dude. Yeah, that's good stuff right there. I remember seeing a video. I think it was from last year. I think it was the no, it could have been this year. I can't remember. So many fires here, we don't even know um, when they're happening. Um, some it was one of the firefighters. I think he was taking a video, and like their captain was coming up the hill like in a bulldozer. And I'm watching this video and all I see is smoke and fire. I'm like, where the heck's this captain at? And all of a sudden you see just the bulldozer lights has come out of the fire. I'm like, oh, ho, ho, man, that dude, you know, yeah. ladies, you know, if he's single, 
get his number. That dude's a man right there. <laughs> well, because that guy had nards of steel. Like, that's yeah. crazy. And a lot of times the deaths you hear of in in the fires is those bulldozer heavy equipment operators. Right. Something happens to them. They roll down a hill or something like that. It's That's a dangerous job. Because they can't see. Yeah. And, and they're just going by you know what they assume is there and you know my work put out a thing that said like hey you know if you if you get engulfed in a fire one one thing i'm like dude if i see flames i'm turning around i'm like yeah, yeah. it's pizza bro i'm all yeah. I'm not, not worth it to me they said like you know turn off your engine turn your lights on get in your cab of your truck and like cover yourself with a blanket or something I'm like dude i'm out i'm in reverse going the other way yeah. i'm gonna get nowhere near that so just be safe everybody you know it's I'm, 2020 has been one heck of a year yeah. and we're gonna get through it but you know the only way we're gonna do it is by staying strong and just supporting those who help us and that's truly what we got to do and um you don't have that guy's name by any chance do you I, I do not. I heard it on the radio and they said his name, but I can't remember it. Okay. Well, I'm going to segue into that um, just real quick for, for my cheers. Um, we have, um, we all know, um, we, we mentioned it before, right earlier that I'm kind of boycotting sports right now. Um, just because I feel like it's a little, um, uh, especially the NBA, it's a little uh, hypocritical to um, sit here and, uh, support a guy who's a felon and justice for Jacob Blake and say all this stuff. And, I, and this is on me. This is, this is Tommy talking right here. So if you don't agree with me, it's not Wilson's fault. This is me. Um, and, and you hear them supporting this guy who is a child molester. And then Kamala Harris comes out the other day and says, Oh, we're so proud of you. No, we're not. The guy's a scumbag. Um, and the NBA takes a knee for this clown yet they're sitting there and they're playing because mainly because of China and because that they get a lot of revenue from China and, you know, I'm sure LeBron James, I'm sure that's where his shirts are made, where his shoes are made. But, you know, there's a lot of injustices happening in China, but they're so like, Oh, you know, you know, we're, we're okay with China, but not, it, we're okay if it happens in another country, but it happens here. Oh no, no, we have morals. And so even uh, Drew Brees put Jacob Blake's number on his helmet. I'm like, he kowtowed so bad because he had it right the first time. And then he got a lot of hate and everything that came back his way from the whole thing. And also he's like, oh, you know what? I'm going to put his name on my helmet. I'm like, dude, no. Like, stand your ground, brother. Like, stand your ground. If you don't agree with something, you know, don't let, other, don't let the mob tell you how to think. Where I'm getting with this is um, I, I think he is the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's a, uh, I'm not sure what position he is because I don't follow football. He might be the catcher. I don't know. Or, or the, I think, the, I think or he's or the, the running back. The goal. Oh, he's the goalie. Okay. Yeah. I don't follow football, uh, but it's Tyler Efert or Eifert. Um, and he's one of the rare guys. Like we had, um, what's his name? Um, uh, Coonrod from the Giants Coonrod, yeah. who didn't take Pitcher. a knee. Yeah, who didn't take a knee, and his thing, and his thing spe specifically was, I like, I'm all for Black Lives, just not that organization. So I'll take, I'm, I'm standing up for Black Lives, but I'm not going to take a knee for that organization. He held his ground. 
Well, Tyler Efer, um, it says right here, um, he's going to honor slain retired police officer David Dorn on his helmet. So I think now's a time that I think all these pro athletes need to start stepping up and uh, putting people's names on their helmet who've actually done something with their life and not criminals. Um, and like, I remember, was it last year or two years ago? Oh, the Dallas Cowboys couldn't put those slain uh, uh, Dallas police officers' names on the helmet because it was too too controversial. But yeah. they're putting Jacob Blake's name, name on their helmet because he's a rapist? It makes no sense to me. It, it, it's, it, it really doesn't. And I just, I, I think it's really cool that some people are willing to stand out in a crowd. And this reminds me a lot. There's a picture. It's an old picture. I'm, I'm sure you've seen it. Where it was Nazi Germany. And uh, I think Hitler was talking, doing his thing. And in the whole crowd, you see everyone giving the Nazi salute, you know, the hand in the air. Except for that guy. The one guy. Yeah. This is like, this is like the opposite or this the kind of, it's similar. Granted, you know, they're not murdering people right now, but you know, I'm saying like, he's like, you know what? I'm going to stand by my beliefs. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to stand by. I just, I love it, dude. I think it's so cool. And like, you seen all these patriotic marches happening, these counter Antifa protests. I mean, like, man, we're we're gonna speak up loud, man. Like it's it's gonna be and, and I and I'm not sitting here saying you're pro Trump if you you're just pro like just you're a patriot. You don't yeah. want law and disorder or unlawful disorderly conduct just taking over your town, man. No one wants that. And I'm, I'm and you know that's why I have a hard time. Um, that's why I admire these guys so much, Wilson, is because I can't wear my my stuff that I would normally wear to support. Um, law enforcement now of afraid of retaliation like you know every 9-11 i'll wear like a little flag pin on my lapel at work i actually lost it last year but um you know like man i'd be afraid to wear it this year because oh the flag is so controversial yeah you know so it's racist everything's racist i'm like dude yeah. whatever but I'm not wanting to turn this into a breakout episode i just want to say like i just admire the heck out of that guy for for doing that and um, this is a cheer segment, so I'm cheersing the crap out of Tyler Eifert for, or Eifert, forgive me, um, for standing up for what he believes and not sitting there and letting a mob mentality come in and tell him how to think, you know, and I think, you know, now we need to put real heroes on our helmets, you know, let's put that guy who uh, overcame that disease or whatever and, and is fighting the fires alongside of you know, other firefighters, put the firefighters yeah. names on a helmet, David Dorn, you know, Chris Anthony, Kyle, Chris Kyle, Anthony Dia, you know, yeah. you know, let, 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 you know, Bob French, you know, let, let, let's put everyone's name on our helmet. Everybody who's, who laid down their life for us, let's do it. Not these people who are taking lives or could give a rat's a about anybody else's. Yeah. You know, it's so frustrating right now. It's like 2020 really seems like it's like, like just a, bad post-apocalyptic like comedy yeah i'm like i can't believe some people think this is okay and fortunately um people are starting to come around to it so pretty stoked about that yeah so um i don't have anything to drink right now so uh tyler efert uh that one guy i can't remember his you didn't say we don't have his name and then uh just firefighters, firefighters. the yeah. firefighters this is this is the show dedicated to you guys we know you guys want to be cops so we're gonna we're gonna dedicate this one to you guys. Cheers. Went cheers, cheers. you with my phone. Dink. Oh yeah. There you go. Boom. 
I was like super busy before the show. So I have like, I didn't gra- grab a water or anything, but, Great. but yeah, man, we're um, actually piggybacking slightly on a little bit, a little bit on the last episode. I had so much fun with that episode and um, I just thought it was really, really good. Um, I, I didn't listen to it. Yeah. I was there for it. Yeah. I, I, I messed up a little bit on the, on the, edit i gotta go back and fix, fix that, that? Oh, not, yet, not yet not yet i'm i'm busy dude <laughs> okay. um but yeah so the what other day when the when the captain doesn't take control <laughs> let's his first mate do things yeah yeah that's that's exactly what happens so <laughs> basically we're gonna start we're gonna segue it this way so the other day i was talking to wills or you know wilson came to me and he goes hey what are we talking about and i'm like i don't know we could do another breakout episode and i'm like no, I don't want to do a breakout episode. I, I love it when we talk about happy things because yeah. uh, I just get pissed. As you could see in the cheers segment, I get riled up and I don't like that. Um, and so I'm like, man, you know what? Let's do some video game stuff. And then you brought something up that I remember I did listen to, and we're going to get into that, um, that I did listen to a while back. And I was like, I'm going to listen to it again. That sounds interesting. But let's start out with just talking about because we're going to segue into it and we're going to tell you what it is, but um, you've been playing some video games lately. I have. Um, yeah. And I let you borrow one. Finally, <laughs> finally give it to you. It, and you've been playing the new doom. Yeah. What you I think have. of that? Um, that is a great game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's got obviously the best graphics of any doom that's come out before yeah and then, i mean the whole storyline and everything is cool too like it keeps you entertained and it's different too because i mean it's is it a first person or third person shooter? it's a first person for a first person but it's not it's not like your call of duty it's different i mean there's there's so many different guns in it just like call of duty but it's it, there's different controls it's a whole different ball game you're you're fighting against a ton of different like monsters and demons and stuff like that and um the storyline was just cool yeah i i enjoyed that there's not a single human in the game except for you yeah basically it's like hell on earth yeah you're going back to save earth and um you have i mean (laughs) we all remember our mortal combats right with the fatalities um, where you know those of you who don't know that you would play a character against a character and then there's like these little cool combos where you would shoot like a spear out of your hand and it would uh, impale someone and bring them towards you but the, at, the, at the end it would say finish him and a certain num- like combo with your with your with your controller you would uh, rip their head off and their spine would be hanging from their head yeah and um, I, I of course always love that um and doom it kind of has the same thing but it's first person so and it's like (laughs) finishing moves of of doom where you like smash their skull in or yeah one of them like oh the 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 big like bug looking things where you rip out the eyeball that's what i already say the little floating thing and you just you're literally like you rip out the eyeball and you twist it and it comes out but it's like your view. You're not seeing it from the side. It's like your view. I'm like, oh, I love this. And oh, and my favorite part, heavy metal music is being played over oh, it. yeah. The soundtrack <laughs> on that game is amazing. Yeah, look up yeah. a YouTube video on how they did that. They got a bunch of actual pretty popular heavy metal singers 
Um, so there's like a scene. I don't know if you got into that level yet where you're like, you know, kind of like in a, like a old like church and it's playing like the old, like, like those weird noises but it's, but it's like a, a really low like like that those yeah. are all like heavy metal singers like doing their little growl like on my whole and i'm playing with headphones on i'm like oh snap it's gonna happen <laughs> but that game's hard it's a hard game because um it is it's really hard i've died a lot of times already and i'm on normal or whatever it is oh i, I i'm not kicked, on the hardest i kicked it down to the easiest setting because i got so frustrated yeah but what I, what what's different about that game is I'll be playing, and all of a sudden uh, you 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 play a boss. I'm like, oh cool, I beat the boss. I'm like, yeah, that wasn't so bad. Well, once you beat the boss, mm, the boss becomes kind of a normal character in the game. So now you're fighting the boss all the time, uh, are just different types of them. Um, so there's like you know, he's like one of like one kind of breed, I guess you would say, and so like there's yeah. more of them. And I'm like, dude, like, now how am I supposed to fight this guy plus all the others? That was a, difficult to get to the boss. And at the very end, you're like, you remember that big guy at the very beginning of the game? It kind of reminded me of this is the end, the big old demon walking through the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your that's your dude at the end, and he oh, okay. is he is something else. <laughs> Let me tell you. But but yeah, so that I mean, games like that they just suck you in. They're, you're you're entranced in them like my eyes were burning from playing that game <laughs> um and then i've been playing that man man eater game where you're a shark oh, okay um, I, I wanted to get, get that one but i just haven't sprung in oh it's fun man on it. it's fun it's you just you're you start out as this little shark and you you're in like some little bog and you're eating like groupers and then like just whatever and then as you eat and you you upgrade your shark, you can start eating bigger things. So all of a sudden, the alligators that you run across that were extremely hard to beat, now you're just taking them out in one chomp. And I'm at, I'm at the and there was like a map, so you go to the different areas. And I'm at a level right now where I'm I I, I got I unlocked the whole map, so I'm like at like a Sea World type thing now. And I come out, and also there's like another shark. Oh, there's a the, hammerhead. The David Quaid episode of Jaws. Um, that's Dennis Quaid that's what i meant wow you, you tried you, you, not staying in <laughs> I, um, <laughs> I got the last name it's um, been a long day yeah the, the the really really corny jaws probably actually you know what that one wasn't that bad the one uh after it, jaws revenge i hated that one the one where mario van peebles has a jamaican accent <laughs> i'm like yeah man oh, yeah. i'm like dude he's not jamaican yeah yeah, yeah. um but yeah, then then I come out I'm like, yeah, check me out. I could eat anything. Then a you know huge you know whale shows up and eats me. Oh, I'm like, you. oh, so cool. Oh, then then if you, it's kind of like GTA. So if you uh, are close to the beach and you eat beachgoers, like people swimming, you hear them screaming. Ah, it's kind of funny. Um, they uh, you get like you know on GTA is like stars or whatever. Uh, yeah. If you if you like get the bounty. Yeah, your bounty, you get the exactly it's what exactly what it is. Your bounty meter goes all the way up. All of a sudden you see all these fishing boats around you and they're shooting these things in the water. And the only way to get rid of them is but you just gotta like swim down to the bottom and then just charge up and like just smash through the boat. And like, dude, it's cool, it's fun. Uh and I, I can play that one around the kids. Doom, not so much. Yeah, Doom, yeah. I gotta wait for the kids to go to bed for that one. Yeah. I did I did actually download because you know I have good internet now in my new Thank house. Thank God. But not yeah. in the studio. 
well, I'm in the studio right now. I know. But uh, I, I downloaded the PlayStation Plus uh, free game. The Street Fighter or Fall yes. Fog? Okay. No, I, I don't play the Fortnite or PUBG or whatever. No, it was, it was Fall. It was Fall Guys. That was last last month. What, how's that Street Fighter? It looked too comic, comical for me. Dude, get it. Get it for sure. I mean, it's free. I mean, I it's mean, free. Yeah. So I at mean, least add it to your library so you can get it later. Right. The graphics, it's so much better on PS4. Oh, I bet. It, playing the games. Dude, like, all like the graphics the whole animated scenes everything like that way better yeah way better and it looked uh, cool I played, I played almost through a whole arcade style you know how you just keep going and it says oh now you're going to usa now you're going to japan um and then there's a lot of new characters that i mean i played street fighter back when it was on super nintendo so going from super nintendo to this oh man you win perfect yeah yeah that's actually on that game yeah. oh there you go yeah yeah i mean and it, it still has that same audio by the way oh so it has a little old school sound to it yep yep okay yep. but the graphics amazing yeah i'll, I'll probably download it this weekend um yeah. i just i've never been like into the fighting and games unless it's on a like an arcade the the good thing is is with that you get like all the old games too you can pick which one you want it you want to play what do you mean it it, it has like street fighter 2 on it okay so and so it's a compilation is, of all the other games it is yeah okay yeah can you be what's his name blanca yes okay remember i, I would really electric i do the same move over and over again yeah. and i electrocute the crap out of or, the person or, or the girl that has the super fast kicks oh the, the asian one or her legs yeah her legs like yeah okay or uh, Dalzine with the super long stretchy arms. Yeah, remember that yeah. guy? Yeah. Yeah. That was that that's my favorite one. On this new one, he owns. Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll download it. Like like you said, it's free. I mean, those of you who don't know what PlayStation Plus is, um when you had a PlayStation 3, online experience was basically free. You could play online for free, but PlayStation Plus is um that way I could play online with like say Wilson's playing Call of Duty, I could play against him. But one of the perks, and I don't think Xbox has this, is every month you get two free games. Um, and they randomly just choose two games and you, you, you know, sometimes the games are awesome. Sometimes they, they suck. Um, you're you're going to need a hard drive for sure. Just yeah. Saying. Yeah. Um, you know, once you download it though, or, or put it in your library, you basically you own have it. it. Yeah. You so have you it. You so. download it anytime. But if you have crappy internet, like I used to have, that's yeah. Takes yeah. me like 37 hours to download a game. Now, when, because I remember when I was, when we used to live in Sacramento and there was like this um, Circle K, like on the corner, and I had a couple of friends that lived kind of down there. And this is back when they used to have arcade machines in like gas stations. Not sure yeah. if you remember that. Yeah. Um, and they had a Street Fighter in there. And I remember me and my friend, uh, Ronnie, we would um, go there. Um, and uh, we just drop a few quarters and we play. And every now and then, like, there'll be a, a kid there, you know, waiting, you know, in line. And he'd play. And, you know, sometimes you have that, you have that one kid who, who he's, he's just there all the time. And this is, Nintendo was out, you know. So you, you had these games, like, at your disposal. Um, 
Genesis, I don't know if was out at that time. I can't remember. Um, but I just remember like, I love that, that feeling of going to an arcade and like, basically like, this is my machine. This is the, I'm going to get the high score on this one, you know, kind of like, you know, your Wreck-It Ralph or your, um, um, you know, Tron with, with the arcades, you know, yeah. I, I, I miss those days. Like, like people say, Oh, we're gonna go to the arcade. And then they, you go to like a bowling alley or um, what is it? That's like the, the sunsplash. It, for some reason, it's not the same. There used to be something where you would go and it was only an arcade. That was yeah. it. No, no um, claw machines. And no. I'm talking like it was, they had rampage, which was my game. Rampage was my game. Yeah. Um, they would have some pinball, which which I love pinball as well. Uh, they would have. Yeah, I, I'm I'm probably gonna get a pinball machine. In the I future. I I would love to get one. Uh, there's a, there's a lot of maintenance on them, but dude, they're so fun. Yeah. The one I want to get, I priced it. I think it's like four grand. It's the Mars uh, Mars Attacks one. Yeah. yeah. Um, where it's like video and pinball. It, it's awesome looking. What one of my dad's friends? We might have talked about this. Well, one of my dad's friends in Alabama, he's got probably ten to fifteen pinball machines at his house. And yeah. His original one. I was there for the original purchase. Was Indiana Jones. Oh, there you go. And the, and the 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 ball uh, launcher on that one, you know how you used to pull back the thing and let it go. Uh huh. Yeah. On Indiana Jones, it's a revolver. Okay, I think the Terminator one's pull, the same pull way. Pull the trigger. Yeah. I went to that that um, coin op that bar the barcade downtown a couple years back with our buddy Evan that we used to work with, and they had this one um, pinball machine. And the part where the ball rolls, like the main, I guess, you know, platform on it was all a digital screen. So as the ball would roll across, it had, it had like sensors in it. You would see like flame shooting off the ball. It was a trip, dude. Um, I, I was actually watching other people play. I didn't have any money to play. So I was just like, I was one of those annoying kids just watching other people play. <laughs> but um, yeah, I miss arcades. There was a place in um, San Diego and it was a nickel arcade. There's everything one in, in Garden Grove. Okay. Everything yeah. was a nickel. And I was like, oh, man, I love that. And um, I think, um, you know, yeah, there's two places. One on Pier 39, not 39, uh, Fisherman's Wharf. Uh, that's like a random, like, it has a bunch of, like, old school arcade games. But usually a lot of them are, like, you put a quarter in and a bunch of puppets would dance and stuff. I don't, I don't whatever. I don't, I'm not too into that. But, um in Alameda, there's a, the pinball museum and it's like 20 bucks. You pay 20 bucks to get in. You could play. And as you're walking through, you could play all these games. They have like the very first edition of like pinball. Like I'm yeah. talking like 1912 and it's a machine. It's old. And then um, you start getting in the back, you get into like the Terminator, the Iron Maidens, all the different, and then the newer ones and do their, it just to see the progression, but you're allowed to play all of them. And you could be there all day. It was like heaven for me. There, there's one of those in like Elk Grove or Galt that they do every year. And it's like 20 bucks a day. And you go and you, you have free plays. All day. I, love, I love it, man. Uh, there's, games are cool because, I, I mean, obviously before our time, like that was the only way you were able to play games was, you know, go to an arcade or somewhere else. And now, like I remember when we moved out from Oklahoma, we stayed at my aunt's house in Riverside and they had a Nintendo 
And all I had at the time was an uh, Atari 2600. So my game was like Missile Command, Pitfall, Combat, you know, all those games. Oh, um, and e- I actually even owned the the E.T. game that was supposedly it's the worst game ever made. Um, I wish I still had it because I think it's worth money now. Um, but it, it was a bomb of a game. It, it was not good. how that happens. Yeah. Um, and so they had Nintendo and I was just like, oh, I got to get this. I remember seeing the first game I ever saw was Mario. I'm like, oh, this is this is incredible. And just seeing how far they've come, come it's, it's amazing. But now we have this in our own room. We have it in our phones. We have it there. Yeah. I just think it's, it, it's, it's great, you know. And us as gamers, you know, just like you and I, like when we're playing, we get sucked into the game, right? Yeah. Um, we're, oh, wait, wait, wait. Before we get in, into that. I okay. I had a good se- I had a good segue and you ruined yeah, it. Yeah, hold on, hold on. You can go back to it. <laughs> I picked this up today. This is part of the reason why I was late. Oh, we yeah, that's right. We got to get to that story. Yes. So, okay. I picked this up today. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, which yep. is the original 1 and 2. They remastered, remastered and it looks like you're really there. It's incredible. incredible. It it's crazy because they show they had the trailer, you know how they split it between like back in the day PlayStation Two or whatever it came like out split on. screen. Yeah, yeah, and they showed the different, like the same same places but with better graphics. I never I, I, when it came out, I was like, these are the coolest graphics ever. Oh yeah. But seeing them now, I'm like, wow. I thought that was awesome, but now it's like it looks like you're really there it uses the same so, music doesn't it it does yeah yeah which All is the, the old like, to like the, the, the late 90s got the offspring on there yeah um but i'm excited i just picked that up today and going to the story of why i'm late have you ever been approached inside of a store by a person who just like kind of starts talking to you and you're like who is this person and then they keep talking and they're like, hey, so what do you do for work? And then you tell them, they're like, oh, have you ever thought about doing something else? And then they start going into oh, this thing. Oh, no. Yeah. Where they're like trying to sell you on some type of like pyramid scheme. Have you ever like, thought hey, about doing Amway? Yeah. And yeah. Like, hey, you want to get together and have some coffee? And uh, oh, you have a wife? I'll, I'll bring my wife too. And that type of thing. Okay. The same person has done this to me at least six times in different stores in this area. He's been at Stop Sam's it! Club. Yeah. He's been at Sam's Club. He's been at Costco. He's been at Target. Every single time he sees me, the one thing he says, because I, I like right now I'm wearing a thin line shirt, which says, uh, I'm no hero, but I've walked beside a few. You know, uh-huh. I wear a lot of shirts like that every time he says, Hey, where'd you get your shirt? That's how he starts off. And I, I know this guy. I've seen him so many times. What a tool. He did, he did this to me today when I was walking out of Target. And I was I, I saw him and I was like, oh, don't make eye contact. And then he <laughs> said something when I was looking away from him. And he's like, hey, where'd you get your shirt? I was like, oh, a brewery. And I kept walking. He goes, oh, is it like a local brewery? And starts going in. I was like, no, it's, it's, a, it's a brewery in Rancho. Okay, bye. But he keeps talking and keeps talking and he keeps trying to go into this thing. And finally, at like 10, 15 minutes, I was finally like, hey, 
you've done this to me at least six times. I don't <laughs> want to buy into your scheme. I like my job that I have right now. You need to stop asking me and you need to actually remember the people you talk to. Oh, I've seen him in Nugget too. I'm surprised because Nugget has LP and so does Target. I'm surprised no one's caught on to him yet. He he actually goes and like, he actually buys stuff when he's out. But this guy, man, and if Morticia is listening to this episode, she will know exactly the, the, the guy because we saw him in Costco one time and this is back, this is when the mask thing was in effect and he was talking to someone with a mask on and we walked by and he was talking to somebody else and I looked and I was like, oh, keep going, keep going. She's like, why? I was like, that's the guy. She's all, no, it's not. I was like, it is, trust me. And then we walked by again and he was still talking to the guy and he said something like, hey, do you like what you're doing right now? And she goes, oh my gosh, it is the guy. So we have just found our nomination for our scumbag of the week. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure, like, what does this guy really do? That's what I want to know. Like, is he just out there to get people to sign up for whatever he's trying to get them to do? It, I mean, probably. I mean, it's probably marketing. Um, I do know for me, um, I've run into people like that. Okay. Um, that's not the number one thing that I run into. I run into as of lately, as I'm walking into the store, people saying, Hey, do you want to, are you a registered voter? I go, yep. Would you like to sign this? Well, nope. I'm like, dude, if I want to sign something, I will actively go out and sign for something like the recall news thing. I went out and I signed it. I don't need to, you know, you to come to me and tell me all this stuff. Um, Walmarts are the worst because sometimes I'll get there um, before my load gets there and I'm like, you know, I'm going to kill some time. I'm going to go in the electronics section. I'm going to go see what um, usually like the, they have some pretty good clearance stuff sometimes and like games um, I bought a, like a PlayStation four game for like three bucks one time. And so I walk over there all of a sudden uh, this girl comes up to me and she's like, Hey, how are you doing? Well, I'm good. I, I mean, you know, I'm a nice guy. I'm like, Hey, I'm good. How are you? Then I know she's like holding an iPad, which is funny because so am I. And she goes, uh, may I ask you who you're using for your internet service? I'm all, I'm not interested. She goes, well, it'll take five minutes. Well, I'm working. And here I am like playing like one, like, you know, looking <laughs> at video games, <laughs> but I'm like, man, leave me alone. And then, um, I was telling my wife, it was so funny. Uh, they had these guys out in front of Safeway the other day. They, I don't know if they're legit or not. They say there was some mission, church mission for recovering um, alcoholics or whatever. They always have this bucket with like pixie sticks sticking out of it. I don't know if you see that in your area, but I know that all my friends that are listening that go to Sacramento, you've seen these people. And I'm walking in, I'm wearing a mask, or not, not wearing a mask. I'm, I'm walking in, the guy, the guy goes, hey man, um, do you have a minute for this? I'm like, no, sorry man, not today. I get to the door, I'm like, crap, I left my mask in the car. Literally, 10 seconds have passed. I turn around and he goes, Hey man. I go, yep. I'm the same guy. <laughs> I just kept walking. <laughs> I was like, dude, like, do you not rec? I mean, like what you said, do you not rec? Are you just on autopilot that much to where yeah. you don't realize who you just talked to? Yeah. It, so what it, did he do? What did he do after you said that to him? That he, he said, okay, have a nice day. That was it. And he finally left. And I'm hoping next time I see him, I'm going to be like, dude, I'm the same guy that told you to go away at Target. Like <laughs> I'm next. I'm getting tired of this because like you said, like I'm a nice guy too. Like I'll be like, Hey, you know, try and talk to him a little bit and you know, but it, it like today I was like, dude, I, I have 
places to be right yeah. now. I have somewhere to go and right. you're keeping me from this. I need to go. Leave me alone. Next time he approaches you and, and, and he says it just in, in your most calm, deep voice, just go. Hello. Do you want to play a game? And see what work. and see what he does. He that may crap. He may crap his pants. Speaking of playing a game, boom, back on track. Boom. So, just like that guy, um, you are so on like autopilot, right? Where you're just like, I'm just zoned in, zoned out of everything surrounding me, which is ultimately the point of video games. That's why I play them. I don't play them every day because sometimes I have a good day. I don't need to escape from the world. I want to come home, hang out with my family. But there's some days where I'm just like stressed out and. Yeah, I want to go, um, you know, get in a gunfight in the middle of a ghost town in Red Dead Redemption. You know, I just, sometimes I just want to do that. So, 1981, there was this, uh, this is all like speculation. Um, There was a video game that was released called Polybius. And supposedly, I don't even, do you even know what the concept of the game was? So there's a emulator, and if you guys have heard us talk before, we actually have an emulator in the studio right now. Um, and an emulator is something that you know you could put. It basically puts a game on the screen. I, I don't know how else to describe it. it. it it's like uh, it. Think of like a simulator, but it, it's basically it's not the actual game. It's like the it's basically like a copy of the game it looks exactly like the game but it's not the game and and you're and you can play it and it's like i think in today's world like back in like a lot of those games took a lot of memory like you could get like five thousand of these games on like a memory card yeah yeah so so you said it's like an emulator yes there there's like an emulator that has a version of what these guys think the game was and it's it's weird. It's like um, if you can find the square root of a number, you hit this button and it breaks up something else. And then you have to find like pi or something. It has to do with a lot of numbers. Nothing sounds more online. fun than math. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's it's a very fast-paced game from what I've heard. I haven't actually gone that. You can actually go on your computer and just search Polybius emulator and it should come up um but uh there's like a cabinet that which a cabinet is what holds the game back back in the day in the arcade you know the stand-up cabinets stuff like that that you stand in front of and use the joystick there's like cabinet depictions of what they think it was like because nobody actually knows what this game was like but these people have put together a game that you can play on your computer that they think is what it was. Right. And so I did a little bit of research on this um, because I had a little bit of time because you were late um, to look ahead of some stuff. Um, So basically the origin of this was in Portland. Uh, What was what, again, this is all speculation. Um, So this is from, and this was actually, I got all this information from the awesome Astonishing Legends podcast. So there's a website called coinop.org. Yep. Um, I think it just has like um, video game it, references. It, I think right now it still is the 
one of the biggest like video game forums. Yeah. And if it's funny, when you first go on there, one of the hottest trending things is Polybius. Yeah. Um, it's a big deal in the gamer world. So it basically says here, and this will just sum it up a little bit. Um, I'll just read what they wrote here. This game had a very limited release, one or two backwater arcades in a, sub- in, in a suburb of Portland. The history of this game is cloudy. There were all kinds of strange stories about how kids who played it got amnesia afterwards, couldn't remember their name or where they lived. Sounds a lot like me when I play my game now. Yeah. Um, the bizarre rumors about this game are that it was supposedly developed by some kind of weird military tech offshoot group. Some uh, use use some kind of proprietary behavior modification algorithms developed for the CIA or something. Kids who played it woke up at night screaming, having horrible nightmares. According to an operator who ran an arcade with one of these games, um, guys in black coats would come to collect quote unquote records from the machines. They are not interested in quarters or anything. They're just collecting information about how the game was played. The game was weird looking kind of abstract fast action with some puzzle elements Kids who played it stopped playing video games entirely. One of them became an anti-video game crusader or something. Um, and then it goes on to some other things about just like what they've um, done. Now, basically, you know, we all know, like, I mean, there's some kids that like, you know, they play games nowadays. And if you take their game away, they start screaming. Um, the, I have played some games that have actually messed me up pretty bad. Um, mainly like the the first person like 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 um remember that game fear yeah um there was that game freaked me out um of course the resident evils um dead space usually it's the scary games that that, that would actually freak me out and actually give dead, me nightmares dead space is a good game that's a legit game dude if yeah. you want to if you want to crap your pants if you're just like you know what i haven't done enough um pant crapping lately play that game Oh, you can only have your flashlight out when you're looking, but when you shoot, it's gone. Yeah, it's that game, dude. Yeah. Um, but um, the basically, you know, w- what it's saying here is, you know, that the kids that would play it were just getting jacked up. Yeah. And so there, there actually is rumors that two kids that played it ended up committing suicide. Yeah. Now thing is though is there's also i mean we we like to blame video games for everything right so remember when um columbine happened they were blaming violent video games and they're 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 blaming uh, marilyn manson and everything i listen to marilyn manson i play the most violent video games i'm okay it, it's a heart problem we talked about this before it's a heart problem not a not a it's a maturity thing basically but this game doesn't seem like it has like any sort of like you said it's more of like a math puzzle type game. It's like, you know, wanting to do something bad after playing Angry Birds. It's like, there's no violence to it. Um, You have a theory on the men in black. Yeah. Um, Go ahead with your theory. So back in the day with arcades there, there was a lot of bad, I guess, people around that were trying to make money off arcades. Um, so they were basically using arcade machines to gamble with in a way they were, if, if you ended up getting a high score on an arcade game, they would pay you out 
and um, the machine would keep record who did it and stuff like that. Kind of like a slot and machine, like like a grand prize. Of, okay. Yeah. So if you got the record, you you would get a payout, and then I guess if you held it, you would get more money, stuff like that. Every every time it would come up, like once a month or something, you could get money from it. But um, there was actually like a, I guess, law enforcement type presence that was going around making sure that arcades weren't doing this. And a lot of times it was people in suits because, I mean, it's back in the day, back when people wore suits to work, you know, not like now where you can wear your pajamas. Um, these people, they would come in and they would check the back of the video game because I guess that's where it held whatever memory or whatever. So they would go to the back of it, they'd look at it, check it, and then they'd leave. And there would be no talk or anything like that. They'd just come in, look, leave. So that could have caused a lot of speculation with this game um, because I, I, I heard that this game, for some reason, you know how, like you said, you, like this is my game when you were at an arcade. Like right. Rampage, that was your game. You'd stay there, you know? Yeah, In I'd like game, challenge. I'd call people out. Yeah. When this game came out, it went, there, there was lines out the door just to wait and play this game. Um, so there was a lot of hype around it. So they were coming in. They, well, this, this law enforcement type presence could have come in and just been checking the game, making sure that they weren't trying to make money off of it and then leaving. That could have led to the stories of people in black suits that are the government trying to come in and, uh, I guess, pull records from it to see how it was played and stuff. Yeah. That's a good theory. I mean, so basically you're thinking that, that it's kind of like a... It was a big deal. And for some reason, back in the day, Portland, I guess, was a good spot to test games. So they talk about this in, in the Astonishing Legends podcast, like Applebee's. For some reason, San Antonio is a hot spot for restaurants. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know you're so, going with this. So Applebee's, when they first started... Boom, put a restaurant in San Antonio, see how people like it. That's it's like the test market. market. Yeah. And if it does good there, okay, let's expand to some other places that are that are a little bit different from San Antonio. But um, I guess Portland was that way with video games back in the day. Used to not be as big as it was now back in the 80s. Um, so it was a little bit different market than it is now. But yeah, it's... Uh, it's this whole story. It seems weird to me, and I almost believe the whole myth. Yeah, because it's actually. I mean, here's the thing: it's people are saying it's it's not real at all. I mean, majority of people are saying it's not real. But but then you've got people like the guy on CoinOp. Yeah. The uh, what's his name? Yogi, whatever. But they're saying that could have been uh, somebody trying to play a hoax. Right. This game didn't really come up until I think the early 2000s when he posted that on the forum. Right. <clears throat> so I'm reading right here that um, 2017, there was Polybius for PS4. Says that um, Llamasoft announced a game called Polybius for the PS4 um, with support of the VR. Polybius, Polybius was added on the PlayStation Store on Tuesday, May 9th. Um, an early marketing co-author Jeff Minter claimed to have been 
permitted to play the original Polybius arcade machine in a warehouse in Basingstoke, England. He later acknowledged that the game was inspired by the urban legend, but does not attempt to reproduce an alleged gameplay. So there's been a lot of like um, people who are like, oh, this is what it's like in the game, but they're not the same. So like, you know, like here on Wikipedia, I'm looking at a picture of a arcade game cabinet uh, that looks like it could be legit, but it but no, who, nobody knows. That's nobody that's knows rendition because they say that the games like got taken out like like they're they're the polybius is um disappeared the games are gone yeah um it says that you know people that have played the games have suffered from uh what does it say uh like amnesia night terrors hallucinations and stuff like that seizures and uh, seizures that's that's one of the things that makes me think that this wasn't a myth because flashing lights can cause seizures every game that you play nowadays gives that warning yep. you know like xbox i think i think it's xbox that says no matter what like when you turn on your xbox it says hey this could give you seizures right now so that had to come from somewhere now this is just me being weird now so we all know like lights will trigger something so we'll have like a light will could trigger a seizure um, different effects certain like light patterns could probably cause you to feel uneasy or angry now we've all heard of um, um, mk ultra uh, if you haven't yeah. heard of that it's actually proven i believe to be true um, where our government was doing like these experiments on people to where we could basically create these like little splinter cell type thing where like the sleeper like, agent sleeper agent so basically you ever seen like naked gun all of a sudden they click a button and then reggie jackson's turning into a, an assassin um you know stuff like that so but they would do this and they would experiment so our government would experiment on us with with certain things and so and, and this is this is proven right through different people who have survived through this but have been completely messed up or died afterwards i, I believe one of them um ended up uh who who was going through somewhere like a lot of like um i believe his story is pretty true um that this happened i think it's actually documented this happened um where he was at a college i forget what college it was but he was under like all this testing and they're having him do things and everything but uh ted kaczynski the unabomber was uh tested on this same way and it's been proven um but uh basically you know i i would think that like okay so we got like a like a mk ultra type thing going on up here okay so what were those if those guys in the black suits were coming in and they were doing something in the back what are they doing are they uh collecting data are they collecting uh just like analysis are they using were they using like our just our, our the kids that are playing where they just is there a camera in there where they could watch their reactions and see how they could uh how they're feeling if they could do anything and then i started when, when, when i was listening to this episode uh two things popped in my mind the first thing that popped in my mind was the movie halloween three because that's how i roll that's one of my favorite halloween movies and the only halloween movie that does not have michael myers in it so if you haven't seen that movie basically it surrounds a uh basically it's about like this uh you know halloween mask company called silver shamrock and these uh uh masks have these little computer chips in the back of them 
and at on Halloween they're supposed to watch this TV and there's this pumpkin on the TV and the pumpkin will flash and it'll be singing this song. Actually last Halloween I actually played the song um, on the show. Uh, and then uh, the kids just stare into the screen and they become like in like this trance type thing and out of and it, it somehow triggers that um, little uh, computer chip in the back of the mask and it essentially blows their head off it's like a terrorist thing so i'm thinking okay cool so it was triggered through like some sort of television screen type thing so i was i was like okay so if this polybius thing is true i wonder if they were like testing to see like if the, if they could trigger something through the video game because sometimes we'll be sitting there um and watching tv and we just zone out right crap i gotta rewind it i, I can't remember what i was watching when you're playing a video game, that's why horror video games are so popular because you get scared easier because you're actually invested into the game. You're, you're paying attention to everything around you. You're literally like acting like you're in the game. So I'm wondering if it's more like they're just trying to see how much, how deep these kids could get involved in that where they could actually like start giving them subliminal messages and how receptive they are of it. Um, and then, I, I mean, I think that's even more the case now than back then. Because I think a lot of these games now have more of that effect. Because, I mean, just the video game industry altogether is uh, it outbeats the film and music industry. The video game industry is the largest industry. So in 2019, the video game industry was $152.1 billion. And film and music combined was 60.1. So... Wow. So the, the, the video game industry was $92 billion more than like both music times. More. Yeah. More than both film and music combined. So the music, the video game industry, they, they know how to market things. Look at your Tony Hawk game. They put out the same freaking game, just updated graphics and you're more, yeah. you're more, you're diving into it more. So I think what well, I think with Polybius, I think it could have been like somehow like, you know, video games are the hot thing now. We're going to do this. Granted, probably not the best graphics. They kept saying stuff that I didn't, make, that I didn't understand, like Vector and all that. But, yeah, you know. Yeah, that's another thing is, which contributes to the whole conspiracy thing is this was uh, Vector and, uh, I forget the other name. I'll find it. Um, but there's there's one type of game that was like lasers projected onto a screen. And uh, that was like the original game, arcade style game. And um, you would have to have a certain type of screen for that. And then there was another type of game that came out later that had a, I forget what, it, Raster. Raster, I think it was. And it was like you have now with like, um, like Nintendo and stuff like that, where they actually, it, it, I forget what it is, but it's different. Like with Vector, they used to have to put like a film on the screen to make it certain colors. Um, right. I think it was like a with, green color maybe or yeah. like, a, like a yellow or that's how they, yeah. 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 And um, with Raster, it, it, was, it was different. But they said that Polybius was both. It had both. And that technology wasn't available at that time. Right. Which lends to the fact that it could be some type of government because – I mean, there's the whole conspiracy out there that says, you know, our technology right now that we have 
is 50 years past. Right. You know? We have technology to be 50 years in the future right now, but it's not released to the public yet. Which is why I think people like Elon Musk are such in the know. Because, I mean, dude, we're landing rockets back on, not landing like space shuttles, but rockets the same way they took off. That's incredible. On the ocean. Yeah, on the ocean, on a a moving platform. Like how that blows my mind. Yeah. So you're right. I, I, just like if we go Area 51, I don't think there's aliens there. That's where we have. That's where we test all of our military, and we got to keep that thing extra secret. Yeah. Now, as far that's that's why I'm saying if this Polybius is true, I think it was, you know, a test market for like you said, like San Antonio was a test market for for uh, restaurants and stuff. I think they're like, hey, you know, we, video games are the big thing now we could do all this stuff, you know, let's just put arcade games on this. Let's see what the kids could do. Let's see what the kids could do. And, you know, and and maybe we could like recruit them to do certain things. Then I follow up with the, which, which I don't think this has anything to do with aliens, but then there's the movie, the last Starfighter, which is a movie that came out when I was a kid. I love the movie. Don't know if you know the premise of it. um, But basically um, this kid, uh, he's playing a game and, uh, he gets the high score. Well, the game is somehow like tied into this uh, alien race and they're using it as a recruiting device to who could help them fight off like their enemies. And so then they come down and they're like, we need you because you have the highest score, you know? So this could be like a recruiting tool, you know, Polybius could be a recruiting tool for them or like, Hey, this guy, he's really good. Or, or maybe even like it was not nothing like that. Maybe it was like your Voynich manuscripts. Okay, say the game was a Voynich manuscripts game and they put it on here and the object of the game is to solve this riddle. So they just put this game out to see who could do it. And they, and they have like a little camera on there. And they go, you know what? That one kid got it. Let's get him. We need him. He, he, he's, he's a good person to have. So if it's a yeah. series of puzzles, there could be recruiting people on their team to who could help them decipher different codes and everything. You know, it's funny is I'm pretty sure that one of the uh, renditions of what people think Polybius is is um, called Starfighter. Really? Because they kept mentioning something, some game called Tempest, and it sounds very Temp- familiar to me. Tempest is the one where you have the little wheel thing that you move, and it keeps going faster and faster. But uh, I, I just looked it up, and I'm pretty sure that they said Starfighter was something that is supposed to be based off of Polybius. Well, let's take a look real quick. Hold on one second. Because I have in my hand the movie The Last Starfighter. Because one of my favorites. Okay. Um, let's see if anything comes on here. It says, you have been recruited by the Star League to defend the frontier against Xur and the Coden Armada. Um Let's see, Conqueror's Star video game. He is recruited by Alien Centauri to be part of an elite legion of fighters leaving behind his trailer park home for the outer regions of space. Alex becomes the last hope for the beleaguered Star League and hundreds of worlds, uh, including Earth, loaded with out of this bonus feature. I mean, it's kind of, uh, I, mean, that, I mean, that's interesting. But then again, I think The Last Starfighter came out after this. So I don't think that game was created um, oh, based okay. off the movie 
I got it right here. Uh, somebody who came out with a game resembling it, or, or no, the uh, Rogue Synapsis came out with Polybius. It's a 2D shooter resembling Star Castle. Star Castle. I was oh. a little bit off. I, I'm, you're reading from um, Wikipedia right now. I, I, yeah, I have that pulled yeah. up right now. 2007. Yeah, that was for PC. Sinish Logan, which is where the freeware came out from, I think that is the company that um, Astonishing Legends focused on. It was. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of mystery behind it because like no one wants to talk about it. Um, and it's just like the... Uh, like the alien autopsy thing, like, you know, you could prove that it existed and, but you also can't prove that it didn't exist. Um, it, it's weird. Cause I mean, like one, like how would this start? Like, like, like how, how would this type of thing come about? You know, no one just woke up one day and said, you know what, let's start a, let's start a, you know, fancy little, um, you know, uh, little controversy or like a little bit of a conspiracy theory around a video game that, you know, control people's minds, but there's a lot of depth into this, you know, with the vector and all that. And, and, and I mentioned the ET game the other day because you can't find that game anymore. It's like, it doesn't exist because the game failed so bad that they just ended up, you know, taking the whole thing and they just put it in a, put it in a dump somewhere. Which, which is what they're saying happened with this. Once they got the the results about some kids committing suicide, it says they pulled it, and it was right. gone. Right. But then you got the guy, uh, whatever his name is, Yogi, that talked about it, um, and then you have somebody who responded to that post um, that tried to. Uh, in my eyes, it it felt like a cover up. Say like, hey, this is what it really was. But then you have people like on, um, I forget what it's called, but there's a podcast that came out in 2017 that focuses on this Polybius game. It, it has like seven episodes and it goes and talks to people from Portland and there it focuses on two people that ended up, after they played this game, they ended up like 60 or 70 miles away from Portland, from their house, and had no idea what had happened. And some of these guys, like one of them, gives a tour in Portland that it focuses on the video game and why he hates it so much. So that goes back to your old thing about making kids not want to play video games ever again. Yeah. Well, there's, I mean, there's games that I've played that I get so frustrated with. I'm like, I don't ever want to play this game ever again just because it was so hard. And I'm like, dude, I I don't get it. But like I said, like I wouldn't put it past government to put something out like a video game to the youth um, to either a solve puzzles or riddles or even code that they are having a hard time doing. We mentioned the Zodiac a while back. Um, the like the Vallejo newspaper put out like one of the Zodiac's um, ciphers or whatever, and uh, these people who do like puzzles, like just ran randos figured it out you know and so sometimes you got to put it public but not tell them what it is but just say like hey or what it's what they're looking for but like just put it out there like, this looks like a riddle like yeah. like like the voyage manuscripts you're just like this looks like you know 
what is this? You're staring at it and eventually someone out there will, will, will figure it out. So, you know, you said there was a bunch of different numbers and, you know, dividing and doing a bunch of like whatever. And it could be that maybe they're just doing it as a recruitment tool for someone who could help them on their next, you know, airplane or whatever, or someone who could do that can decipher this uh, code from, let's say at the time where we're in the cold war, you know, some sort of Russian, um, you know, communication. Cause yeah. they, cause we had back in the day, we had the wind talkers, you know, who would speak in, um, you know, Indian or, or Navajo, like Na- Navajo yeah. you know, because the, they couldn't, tra- they couldn't decipher that. Our enemies couldn't decipher that. Um, it could be the same way. We just need someone to decipher what they're hearing. Um, there's so many different scenarios and I don't put it past our government to do something like that at all. Yeah. Um, and you know, this is during the cold war. So, and I can't remember when the cold war ended, I want to say 85, I could be wrong, but like, um, that's in the midst of it. That's in, that is in the midst of it. Huh? Yeah. Um, and the, then basically, um, you know, right when it's right, when they figured it out or whatever, they don't need to do that anymore. So that's why they got rid of the games. They're done their job yeah. job mission accomplished plus by that time i mean we could see from you know different eras of video games everything has has expanded everything's gotten better graphics have gotten better so they could you know we had now have it at our home you and i pay for playstation plus playstation is owned by sony you know they they're basically that they know what we're playing and they could probably watch what we're playing and yeah, and that that goes back to the whole thing where you you said something like, back in the day, going to the arcade was the only place that they they talk about this on the podcast too, the Astonishing Legend one. That's the only place you could go to get like the good graphics. Right at home at that time, you had like like you said, Atari twenty six hundred. Yeah, Atari graphics, ColecoVision, um, yeah. Pong. You didn't even have Nintendo yet. But if you wanted good graphics, you went to the arcade. Right. That that was where the audience was at. Now, I wouldn't put it past the government to have done that then, and then now, like you said, with with the at home video games, because everything's connected to the internet now. Yeah, smart TVs. Uh, yeah. You have. I mean, especially your phone. I mean, you know. I mean, I'm <laughs> with, with with just by me talking about certain things right now it's i will go on my pull up video games or pinball machines i will your ads now i will go on my phone on the facebook and next thing i know it's showing me ads for stuff so like it, it just it listens to you it, it, it does these things um you know it, it's our government does listen to us you know and so i think back then they didn't have we didn't have cell phones either. So obviously we weren't as connected as we are now. So they're like, okay, so the cool thing is where all the kids hang out is arcade. So we could put some sort of a communication in there so we could kind of spy on them a little bit, like get to know like the little intricacies or whatever. I don't even know if I said that right or not, but just, you know, like, like figure people out and like spy on them a little bit. But now that cell phones are out, it's like, dude, you know, like, everybody's being watched right now and now with the covid thing they're wanting you to put this covid tracker on your phone like yeah no no you know even though i'm pretty sure it's already on there but i opted out of it on my phone i was like no i don't want you to know what i'm at 
what I'm doing yeah. and everything. But so I think, you know, it, it, it's, it's more or less like if they came in there, um, if, if this, if this did exist, cause I don't know if I have enough proof to know that it actually existed. Um, but if it did and everybody's saying what they saw is true, I think it had something to do with more of a government thing, trying to uh, recruit for them to, for someone to solve puzzles. That's why the game didn't do so good. Cause people were like, man, this game is kind of boring, but it's interesting because it's weird, you know, like, it's different. I mean, there's, there's so many different ways you could go about this, but that's just where I'm leaning towards on that. I would like to see like what, like if there were any like kidnappings in the area. Oh yeah. This time. Like, like, if, like I, I, th I feel like this needs a lot more like in-depth look because right now, like the, the people are saying it's a myth. I, I don't think it is i think right. there really was this game and maybe the government or somebody else who knows because i think some of the developers that they were talking about this this guy was from somewhere overseas um that said he developed this game and it was revolutionary and all this stuff maybe it was a, a different government that tried to put it in and i i don't know i i feel like i need more more proof to prove that that it, it's not um something that's just a myth well the the name that says it it was copyrighted 1981 <sighs> since since slow shrine which is maybe a german company so we do know that it was you know if, if it did exist that it was overseas so yeah. so if that's the case then i mean we had um you know, back in the day, the big thing was like Russian spies. We had spies over here. Um, I mean, that could even be a front, right? Yeah. So, I mean, you could call yourself, you know, let's just say, let's say you're a Russian spy, but you're going to put on there, um, you know, uh, Shanghai um, enterprises. You're going to throw them off. Yeah. So, so they think, oh, it's the Chinese chasing us i mean shanghai is china right <laughs> i don't think so uh you know uh you know oh it's them that are spying on us it, it's not the russians so we don't you know worry about it but you're just throwing them off um you know it, it, it's 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 strange man i i like your, where you're going though with the kidnapping because i immediately think of the terminator 2 scene where john connor's in the arcade and then t1000 comes in and uh have you seen this boy and then he runs out the arcade I mean, if kids did go missing from the arcade, maybe they had something to do with that game, you know, yeah. and, and it was like, I was kind of right with it being like a recruiting tool or, yeah, or they, he's an asset to what they're needing. Yeah. It'd be interesting. And cause I think it was only in Portland. I think there was one more city they said there where like Ohio or something. Like yeah. That. So somewhere in Ohio, it was somewhere over there, but I think portland was the main one that they kept focusing on but that's interesting you know i love video games but i don't think i'll ever get kidnapped by one hopefully not but i mean dude there i mean there are video games like when we play like um call of duty you know there's times where i get like super pumped i'm like dude i'm gonna go join the army yeah you know but and i get then i i die in the game I'm like nah i'm good <laughs> you know but um 
you know, especially like baseball games. Like I always make my character in MLB like look like fit and everything. I'm like, man, that's what I would look like. <laughs> and then like when I, I always give myself like like the the cool batting stance. I don't bat like that, dude. I give myself like a the, my cheeks aren't nearly as fat. I have a really more angled beard. Just look like a model. Look like I basically look like Jason Statham out there playing baseball. And yeah. you know. I mean, games are cool, man. I, I love them. Um, I do wish arcades would make a comeback. Um, I would like absolutely. Oh, did I ever tell you the story? When I was on tour through Oregon, we stayed at. Oh man, what's the first? Is it Ashland? Is it Ashland? Oh, Grants Pass. Grants Pass or Ashland? One of those yeah, cities. Yeah, they're right next to each other. Um, we stayed up there. We're we were playing a show up in Camas, uh, Washington, and on our way up, on our way back, I can't remember which way it was. I think it was on our way back. We stayed at this, there was this church there and the church was cool. It was like, they had their normal church and they had like a nice coffee shop and stuff. It was in a bunch of trees. And then they had an outside like amphitheater and a stage where they could do outdoor, you know, church services. And this church had this house that they had on the property that was strictly used for touring Christian bands or Christian artists. And I'm like, this is awesome. And I go in there and uh, my wife and I were, were newly married. I'm talking like weeks, like back from the honeymoon, I'm on tour. And uh, we're, we're in there and they had like a full on arcade set up inside the house. I'm like, dude, can we just play a show here? Like, dude, this is the place to be. I love this. Um, but yeah, you should look on that uh, arcade that uh, my brother-in-law has up there right now in the studio and see if he has polybius see if polybius is on there i need i wonder if he's ever heard of it i'm sure he has he has to have yeah but yeah man that's that's a that's a crazy one like i love video game movies that are like tied into like the lore of video games like the wizard is one of my favorites um tron tron Tron, tron's great um I like Tron. I mean, honestly, well, the new one, eh, it was okay. But the, the new one, I liked it just because when they were in the arcade and I was like, was it Flynn's arcade was the name of it? Yeah. Uh, when they're in the arcade, it just brings back nostalgia for me. I'm like, oh man, you know, like you see the kids huddle around the, the, the arcade, you know, cabinets and just playing the game. Um, I, much simpler times, I think. And I would love to, I would love to like just go back. Like if I knew them, I know now I probably would. I mean, it sounds bad. I would have spent more time at an arcade and just savor the moment a little bit more. I mean, like this is going to go away. Yeah. This is definitely going to go away and people are going to miss this. And like, like the other day I was thinking, I'm like, man, you know what? I was telling Evelyn, my daughter, I go, I really miss going to Blockbuster. And she, and she actually asked me, it was kind of funny. She goes, well, what was it like? I go, Oh, here we go. <laughs> I go, so right now you go to Redbox. I go, you, you see the little, you, little screen and you say, okay, I'm going to rent this movie. You just touch it and it comes out. I said at Blockbuster, you would go in there. They would have like 50 copies of Face Off. Yeah. And you go, oh, it's in stock, but it's all like one deep. And she goes, okay. I'm like, because the actual movies behind it are the actual movies. Those are just, that's just the case. Yeah. And I go, so technically they had like 250 copies you know, a, a face off and I'm all, and we're all VHS and I'm all, they came in these hard plastic containers that you would, have to squeeze the edges to get the movie out. It would drop out the bottom. You yeah. know, I'm like, 
you had to rewind it. If you didn't rewind it, you got, you got a fee. So people yeah. didn't want to rewind it. So they bought these. Be these, kind, rewind. Be kind, rewind. They had these. Video, these uh, Morticia used to work at Blockbuster. Really? Yeah. Man, she's old. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, you know, those were great. And then like video game rental places. I mean, they, they were, they rented video games too. And which I thought was just awesome. And then that was the place to be. You'd walk into a blockbuster and right when you walk in, they had those really old school TVs hanging up. And like, Oh, look, the new trailer for, for the new Terminator movies coming out. I just sit here and watch it. Cause you, yeah. you, you don't have it on your phone. Yeah. Like they just released the trailer today for the new Dune movie. Remember Dune? Yeah. They released the trailer for that. I'm like, wow. holy, holy crap. You know, it, it looks crazy. It's like, there's a lot of movies coming out and, but you, everything is in your pocket now and it, it's so it's convenient, but I miss the nostalgia of all that other stuff. I mean, I think they made it a lot easier for us, but there's a consequence to it. Cause it's a lot easier to know everything about me now. Um, because I'm, you know, we're lazy to where we have a phone with us all the time. Yeah, we have access to literally everything. I told Evelyn the other day. I go, Evelyn, do you know there was one time you would call a phone number to find out what time it is? Popcorn. She was really mall. Yeah, it's popcorn. Yeah. Someone would ask you if you didn't have a watch. What time is it? Let me call popcorn. The time is eight oh three p.m. I'm like, or you want to know In what? Twenty six seconds. Yeah, and I'm like, oh cool. I wonder if I call it again. If it be if it be higher, and you call it again, and it's like. 30 seconds you're like oh it works yeah and i just like things are changing man and i feel like they're changing too fast like where was i there there was a pay phone and i was like i mean it was it was just the box there was no phone there but i was like man that's just like crazy like everything that was like cool like you would think like there's no way they're gonna get rid of that no way they're gonna get rid of that and then they got rid of them i'm gonna try it real quick popcorn yeah Coming up after this. What? Are you prepared for emergencies in your home? A simple <laughs> alert device from Life Alert means you can live alone. Now it has ads. Being yeah. You've seen the TV commercial, I've fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> Life Alert. And they're standing by now with information. To hear the time and temperature, just stay on the line. Or for free details on the Life Alert emergency alert system, press 1 now. Come on. Today is Wednesday, September 9th. The current time, 8.04 p.m. And the temperature, 73 degrees. What? I thought, it was, I thought it was gone. Nope. Mind blown. Popcorn's keeping it real. <laughs> <laughs> they tell you the temperature now. I know. I was like, what? You know, this is crazy, dude. Like I, like I said, I feel like time has flown by so fast. Like... You know, I mean, everything's evolved. If you look at a car engine now, like everything is like now so compact and it's like, yeah. like my car has like this cover over the engine. So if I want to work on the engine, I got to take this whole cover off and you look at old school trucks, you just open up, man, you could like stand inside that bad boy and still work. Yeah. yeah. Um, everything's plastic. There's no metal on anything. It's like, things are just changing and it just seemed like a much simpler time. And like, I would love it if I had just like a bunch of money to throw away or whatever. I just open up like an old school arcade. Oh yeah. And, and just, I, I mean, I'm not gonna make millions off of it, but I'm like, you know what? It would be a place for people to come hang out. Yeah. There's this place over by me 
kind of over by Thin Line Brewing called Back to the 80s Cafe. Oh, yeah. I've been there before. That place is so awesome. You walk in there. Everything is 80s. The checkered floor. They have slush puppy machine. You get Jolt Cola. Um, you know, your uh, ice cream is thrifty ice cream. They have pictures on the walls and autographs from, like, all these like 80s like movie stars from like you can play video games yeah tabletop from the old days yeah the ones that were like in the pizzerias then you then you have uh around the corner they had stuff from beetlejuice in there and all their food is named after like different 80s movies like the breakfast club sandwich or whatever and i'm like that is such a good idea because people love that stuff people love to go back to those days that they, they they used to live you know and like there was that diner in San Diego I went to called the Corvette Diner, which was like an old school, um, I don't know what era that was, like from like Greece, you know, that, that time, was it the 60s? Yeah, like Mel's. Yeah, like that, but they come around, they're like, hey, how you doing, darling, like that, and they they do all these weird things, and uh, it, it's all like lit up in there. It, it's really cool, and I was yeah. like, man, that is just, I love that. I love themes and stuff like that, but I just... Uh, I think like a lot of the time, the main thing when I'm boiling down to is you would go to an arcade, you would have community there, you would have friends there, you would actually be physically in the presence of somebody else that you could play a game against. And right now, where we're playing video games online, we're, we're not actually in the same room as them. There's no more split screen. You're not splitting a screen with somebody because you're just on your own screen, someone else is in. Yeah. In, in Georgia, the other person's up there in Nebraska, then you got someone over there in Roseville. And then now we, with our kids in school, we're just doing Zoom calls. Yeah. So like the social aspect of all this from video games, from just in school is just the social aspects going away. And, and, and I think that's going to, what, what the new, I don't like saying the new normal, but I think that's kind of where people are heading is they're going to be so content with just, you know, I'll just talk to someone through my phone. I mean, yeah. for us, I mean, honestly, I mean, for us, it's it's really, really difficult because, you know, my work schedule, you know, you have Wednesdays off. I don't. It's really hard for me to get up there to do in-person shows. But I could actually admit our shows are significantly better when you and I are in the same room. Yeah. Definitely. And And I have a lot more fun when we're in the same room. But this is kind of the cards that we're dealt right now. And, you know, it's it's weird, man. You know, I, I wish we could go back to those times and, you know, now that, now that our stuff is on zoom, now the government knows everything we know about Polybius <laughs> yep. rather than hide it more. Yeah. They're so get rid of all those kidnapped children records. Speaking of which, have you noticed that ever since that Maxwell lady got arrested, they've been finding all those kids. Really? Yeah. They, well, they, found like 34 missing kids in Ohio than 28 the other day. Huh. U.S. Marshals are finding a ton. Spilling the beans. Yeah, you think? I'm yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, you might want to put out that list of who's all involved in that because I think there's a lot more coming. But, yeah. you know, I, I'm not a huge conspiracy theory person, but, man, the government does some some things and they cover up some things. And it wouldn't surprise me if they could even use Polybius as some sort of way to um, – do some sort of trafficking. It just started early before we knew what trafficking actually was. And before it was a big thing because we didn't have 24 hour news cycles. I remember when yeah. the TVs would shut off like at a certain time and it would just play the national anthem. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> and there was no 24 hour news cycle. 
And if you want to watch a movie on your TV, you either go rent it on VHS or you get HBO. Yeah. It was like the only thing that you could do. And now it's just like everything is thrown at you. And I think it was, it could have been just gearing up for, for this beast that they unleashed. And, you know, I don't know, man, it's crazy. I'd like to look into that um, kidnapping thing you're talking about though in Portland. Um, thing is, is like, it's really hard to narrow down what area, what era in 1981, because they did mention that that arcade is still there. But it's a bar now. Yeah. yeah it's a bar. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it. I mean, it's Portland, so it's probably burned to the ground. But <laughs> Probably. Um, but yeah, man. Thanks for bringing that one up, because that was a – I remember listening to that a long time ago, and I'm like, why does it sound so familiar? Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, that sounds good, because I've been wanting to do a video game episode, and this kind of was a good piggyback off of that. Yeah. So I like it. Right. So cool. So that's all I got, man. Um, so everybody, if you like what you heard, um, you know, rate, review, and subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Amazon Music, Spotify, Podbean, all those places. Just give us a good review. Um, you know, five stars and leave us an honest review if you want. Um, and then, you know, if you leave a review, we, and, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect, uh, we might choose someone. And you could win a prize. Yeah. Again, a prize. You know, good one. Good one. And we're not talking like good stuff. We're gonna give you like a, you know, we're gonna shout your name out on the on the air. Cause we'll do that too. But you know, you'll get something good. Trust us. We wouldn't yeah. let you down. Um, you can also uh, email us at the real WTH show at gmail.com or call us or text at 916-259-3030. Um we're on all social media, mainly Instagram. Keep an eye out on that. We've been posting some stuff on there. I uh, posted something on there today with uh, that picture we were talking about earlier of where our buddy David Lewis is fighting the fire. Just an awesome picture. So if you go on there right now, you'll, you'll see that picture. Um, all of our beer reviews are on untapped. Um, this one will be up later today. And uh, just want to give a shout out to MSR arms. Who's our sponsor. Um, does awesome stuff and i think i might take the plunge here around december and might actually build myself something my man better do it through msr um i'll be in a different situation that i'm not quite ready to talk about yet (laughs) where i think i'll I'll be able to get one um and i'll definitely be buying myself through him and then of course thin line brewing um you know go check them out they're doing trivia again this friday well disney yeah, well, Disney, uh, it would have been last Friday by the time you hear this. Uh, but they do trivia every Friday. Um, and it's a lot of fun. Um, it's a, your chance to try new beers, hang out with good people, try good food. It's just a good time. And they actually, you, you win stuff. If you win, you win. Oh, and if you suck, you win. So you either want to be first, second, third, or last. Last. <laughs> um, but uh, we got fourth last time, which was we were robbed. We I'd, I'd rather have third. Yeah. um or or last um but yeah check them out man they have some cool swag there's actually have a shirt uh on there the button up shirt oh yeah i saw it today i posted something on there on instagram i didn't get a response i said does that come in 2x and oh, i put she like responded oh she did i put dot, 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 obviously tommy <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was like man i really want that shirt um i didn't know she responded what'd she say 
Uh, she said yes. They have like four of them or something. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Those those are they look like those old school um, Ben Davis Dickies shirts, like like work shirts. Um, yeah. Um, I really like that. I, I'd rock that big time. Yeah. Literally big time because I'm two X. Um, but yeah, uh, give us a shouts out. You know, be part of the show if you have. If there's anything you want to contribute, let us know. Um, that's all I got, dude. That's all I got. Cool. So until then, ladies of the men, Jay. I will talk to you then, or I will talk to you another day. Jobin. Stop it!